Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, the Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Well, hello and welcome back to the Style Matters podcast brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. I'm Zandra, your host, and I am so glad you're here. You're listening to a show that is all about developing your signature style in your home and connecting it to the life you want to create. Now, if you've been having trouble figuring out what your style is or how to define it or how to know if everything you have is all working together, I've got a great place for you to start. Head on over to our website, littleyellowcouch.com, and download the free Style Finder, and you'll come up with your own one-of-a-kind style. You can forget all of the typical style categories out there, because this is unlike any other quiz or questionnaire or whatever it is that you've taken before where you've tried to define your style. Instead, I'll show you how to create a mashup of elements that perfectly describe who you are and how you want to show up in your home. So go to littleyellowcouch.com and click on the free style finder button right at the top to get started. Okay, I also want to share two dates with you. The first is that our online course, Master the Mix, is back and it will start on April 22nd. It's where we get laser focused on transforming one room in your home in just four weeks. The other date is a little sooner, and that's March 29th. That's when registration opens up for a free workshop that I'll be hosting on how to choose color and how to create a color palette for an entire room. The workshop will be a great way to get a head start on transforming that room in your home, but This part is completely free. I've heard from a lot of you that choosing color is tricky for many different reasons. So I want to take away some of the mystery and help you feel confident in your choices. So again, starting Monday, March 29th, you'll be able to register for the free workshop and there will be a few different days and times to choose from. Okay, let's get on with today's episode. 
The conversation you're about to hear left me feeling very inspired, and I hope you feel the same energy that I've taken away from it once you're done listening. My guest is Carmen Renee of Aquilo Interiors. She's based in Oakland, California, and has worked on everything from hotels, restaurants, and bars to private homes all across the Bay Area. Carmen's aesthetic is pretty wild, it's very bold, and it's unlike a lot of other work done by traditional designers, which is what drew me to her in the first place. So be sure to take a look at the show notes page for this episode on the Little Yellow Couch website because you'll see photos of what I'm talking about. But what I really love about this conversation and digging into Carmen's mind is that she is not afraid to go deep and talk about the substance and the reasons behind why we want to live in beautiful spaces and how you have got to get real with yourself about who you are if you ever want to create a home you love. I am delighted to introduce you to Carmen Renee. Carmen Renee, welcome to the Style Matters podcast. I'm a little punchy right now. I think it's, it's <laughs> the end of the day for me where I am. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I am thrilled to have you on. And Thank you. We are going to talk about your beautiful work that you do through your interior design company, Aquilo Designs, Aquilo Interiors. Okay. But first, kind of, I want to backtrack a little bit. How did you get into this and who or what were your first influencers when it comes to your love of interiors and your creativity? And I'm asking this because you have such a definitive point of view when it comes to design. So I know that there's got to be a backstory there. Yes. Okay. But I will say that I didn't like start off my career designing this way. So that, I mean, we can get into that later because it, it took some time and some, you know, inner work to get me to this level of, I guess, fearlessness or the journey towards fearlessness in my designs. But Oh, I cannot wait to dig into that. So yes, yes. We're, we're coming back. Keep going. Yes, though. we will talk about that. But I guess the where it all began was, you know, when I was a kid, I used to hang out at my aunt's house a lot. And she was like, she is the super boss, like now <laughs> retired veterinarian. And every home that she lived in was fabulous. And there were so many quirky items in like every corner. So like one in one specifically was, um, I would just remember hanging out in, in her master bathroom when I was a kid <laughs> and she had like this huge jacuzzi tub oh. and sitting alongside it was this life-sized stone mermaid. What, what do you mean? Like, was it a table or it a was, sculpture? I think it was a sculpture. I mean, in my mind, like I clearly remind it was just like a stone unless was it was it metal in my mind like I mean this was a long time ago I think uh-huh. it was stone and it just it sat next to it sat like there was kind of like a little edge that had enough space for it to sit so it was like when you were in the tub you were like with the mermaid oh I love it <laughs> I was obsessed and then she had a beach house and had even more quirky and fun things in every corner, like a slot machine oh. with like so many quarters. You just play and, you know, you just, it would just be a content. You couldn't keep the quarters, you know, you had to, right. you had to leave them there. But just for playing, but it was fun. just so fun. It was yeah. fun. Like Marilyn Monroe life size cutouts. It was just <laughs> like, just quirky, like kitschy, eccentric elements at, in every, in every corner. And so for me, I don't think that I knew it at the time, but um, 
it defines like what I love about design today and what I love to place in my work if I can. Um, she sounds like a force. Like Yeah, <laughs> she is my Aunt Diana. She is amazing. She she is definitely a very fearless woman and her home reflected that. And it was just wonderful to be amongst all of that. It took me some time to get there for myself as an adult, as a, uh-huh. you know, in my career. But I, when I think back, like that's where I felt like it was okay to be playful and innovative and fun and quirky, you know? That was the kernel, right? Where it started. Yeah. Exactly. And then also, I will say that I, just on a side note, I did go to visual and performing arts high school and uh-huh. then art college. So I have a background in fine art and sculpture and, You know, that was an added bonus to my love for beautiful things and spaces. Um, Yeah. And you went to architecture school, too. I did. I graduated with a bachelor's in architecture. And um, so why did you decide to go into interior design? Well, uh, okay, so that was kind of a journey. I didn't know what I wanted to do. All I knew is that I didn't want to be an architect. I love architects, but it wasn't my thing. But I was like, hmm. Well, I need to figure out, you know, I, again, I felt like there was so many different roads that I could take. So when I graduated, I was like, I'm not going to work for anyone. I want to do my own design build. So I like started my little design build business and I designed a few places around the Bay Area and we actually built everything. So, you know, that got old because A, I'm not a contractor and B, it just hurt all over my body. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. Like I just can't do it. There's limitations. Like I'm, I can build, but I'm not a builder. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's hard work. Yes. Exactly. And um, I was still I was fresh fresh out of school. I had a lot to learn. So from there, I moved into set set building and set design. Mm-hmm. So that was fun because you know we're working with the stylist and we're like creating these these uh, small like sets to be photographed. It was like Target wants to showcase these uh, window treatments and it's going to like these curtains, they're going to be on the front of the package and we'd create, uh-huh. we build the space around the curtains. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So moved into that and then I kind of went into uh, staging um, okay, yep. for the real estate market and then that moved into flipping homes. So I was... Right. Yeah, remodeling, um, doing like flips for the real estate market and, you know, having these really tight budgets, but having to make that space beautiful and ready to be sold, you know, and it needed to appeal to everyone, uh, which, yeah, which was tough and kind of was like a weird, you know, it just kind of took me off my path of fearlessness because it was like, okay, this needs to look like something that everyone will like. That means neutrals and Every, you know, no personality, because if it's one personality, that means it will turn off a different personality. So that's which is a far cry from where you are right now. <laughs> exactly. But I will tell you, I started there and I tried so hard, oh, it's so yeah. hard to make that I work make for myself. Work. Yeah. 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 And I did it. You know, I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. So um, no shade to anyone. But in mm-hmm, my opinion, mm-hmm. that's it is. So um, after that. I moved into interior design and that is where I found my love. Like that's where I felt, Hey, this, like, this is where I should be. And I started at a high end boutique design firm, which really influenced my, um, 
design taste my and my abilities. And, you know, from there, I moved on to working for commercial uh, hospitality uh, design firms. And then I'm, I worked at an architecture firm where I was a, you know, a senior designer in the interior department and, you know, just gathering all of the skills. And, and then I was like, all right, I can do this on my own for real now. Yeah, like I can yeah. actually make this happen for myself. Uh, there were certain things that were happening at all those places where I just did not feel seen or heard. And I was often told that, you know, my design style was not right. And I, and there was something inside of me that was like, you ain't right. <laughs> I am right. So that I'm going to do this on my own. That was a big red flag. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, so now here I am. <laughs> and now here you are. And Aquilo Interiors, tell us what Aquilo means. I read it somewhere and it's very cool. Yes. So Aquilo means the north wind. And so for me, well, okay, let me just keep it all the way all the way real. Aquilo is the name of my favorite band. (laughs) And that is like when I listen to their music, the music is like this ethereal kind of indie music. It's the the music that you feel all the feelings. It's like probably the music that you hear in like the background of like different movies or shows where something dramatic is happening. And I always thought that it would be so wonderful if my designs made people feel like how I feel when I listen to their music. Oh, that's so great. What great inspiration. Yeah. And just thinking about what that meant and what that felt like to me, like a a breath of fresh air, like something Mm. that just feels new and intoxicating. Yeah. When I say it, it makes me feel good. The thoughts around it make me feel good. It's the name of my favorite band. So I'm doing it. (laughs) That's so great. And I have to say with all of us stuck not just at home over this whole pandemic, but also not being able to plan anything and everything's been put on hold and you don't know when anything's going to start up again. We are all craving change. And so this idea of the North Wind coming in and Mm -hmm. changing things up is so refreshing sounding to me. So yes, yes, that's another reason why I'm excited about talking with you. Oh, I'm excited too. Thank you for asking me. Yes, yes. Let's get into your mission. So I, I know that you have these three guiding principles, not sure if that's what you call them, that's what I'm going to call them, and they are soul, precision, and wonder. Now, that got me right there, because on most interior design websites, that is not what I'm reading. I am reading, (laughs) I am not reading those words, I am reading things like, this so-and-so is an accomplished this and that, and she knows how to do this, that, and the other thing, and, you know, it's meaningless. Right, right. But I can lock on to soul, precision, and wonder. So I want to hear from you. Tell me about each of them, what each of them means to you. And if you can describe how each one of those might show up in your work. Okay. I can totally do that. All right. Soul. So when you think about the soul, the soul is the foundation of literally everything and the, the passion for what we are creating together. So that alignment and harmony, that is where the soul is born. Then the soul is kind of nurtured when we, you know, really cut the BS and get to the source of what my clients actually want. Like, what are their goals? What do they really want from their core and not from what everyone is telling them they should have? And it's about removing all the fear and the uncertainty and the shame and then building from that truth and authenticity. So we get to the soul when we remove all the thoughts and opinions that tell my clients that they can't do what they want to do. 
I now am blessed to have these clients who are coming to me because they know that I'm going to push them. We'll be back after a quick break. I assume you're here because you want a one-of-a-kind, personality-filled home, right? Well, in order to have that, you need to define and develop your signature style. When you do that, you're going to understand how to mix what you already have with new things you find, focusing on who you are and what you love, putting it all together in a cohesive way. So what's stopping you? Well, let me know if this sounds about right. Not enough time, not enough money, and a lack of creativity or design knowledge, which makes you feel overwhelmed and insecure about pulling the trigger and changing things up. This is why I created the Slow Style Society, to help you take action on making your dream home a reality. It's part social club for people who like to just geek out on design and part hands-on learning experience where you get better and better at making decor decisions for each room in your home. And for the next few weeks, I'm offering all new members an additional one-on-one style session with yours truly. So I'll take you through the lessons so you know exactly what to focus on inside the Slow Style Framework in what order, and you'll have a personalized support system from me to get you there. Go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society so we can get started right away. Let's not wait for that imaginary perfect time to create your beautiful, meaningful home. Again, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society. Okay, back to the episode. people it sounds like to kind of connect with whatever wherever that soul place is in them right I mean that's exactly. that's what you're doing is bringing that out yeah all right yeah. so so precision is your next uh, principle so tell us what you mean by that okay precision so I'll start this one off by just saying my at my firm we love to have fun we love to laugh we see the you joy. You know, I couldn't tell that at all, Carmen. I, you know, you're really surprising me here. <laughs> yes, I'm a very serious individual. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, we see the humor and the joy in most things. But when it comes to our work and our drawings and our documentation, budget, schedules, process, we are serious ladies. Okay. okay? We come yeah. correct. We are on top of our game. It's important to be like that sometimes because... Things will fall through the cracks, and I've learned through some pretty awful projects, some pretty awful experiences to never cut corners and to be super focused on those details because if you don't, you just better be prepared for the hot burning hell to come. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Right. It matters, right? Yeah. Okay, let's get to the one that's probably my favorite, which is wonder. What do you mean by that? Wonder, (laughs) wonder. Okay. Yes, wonder is magic. It's a personal moment for my clients. They get to experience the transformation, the beauty, the healing that comes with a well-designed space. And and we created it together. Like, we made this baby together, okay? Mm-hmm. This was something that we did together. I have one client who reached out to me when um, when the pandemic was at its worst, and she said, Listen, like I suffer, I suffer from mental mental health issues, uh, and it's making the stay in order like super hard. Like I'm having a really yeah. hard time, but this design, being in this beautiful space, is offering relief and healing. Oh, you know, yeah. And yes. I was like, it was hearing that made oh. me remember that the magic that is in design. 
Well, it's 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 everything, right? It gives life meaning to be able to make that kind of impact. Yeah. I would also use the words surprise, delight, um, unexpected to describe you, humor to describe. You. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I wanna I wanna talk about your particular eye and how it to me seems to be it's all about layering and mixing maximalism um mm-hmm. but i'm wondering if you can break down for us how you do that i mean it's hard you've been doing it for so long and a lot of it's probably intuitive and comes naturally but you did hint to us that it took a while for you to fully embrace that kind of fearless decorating so yeah yeah tell us how does one start to be able to layer like that and mix things together with confidence I guess it's it's about confidence right yes it is definitely about confidence I would approach layering by thinking about like when you're trying to layer and create like this maximalist moment um I would approach it by layering um or by thinking about uh like scale Okay. Balance and visual relief. Like if you're going to have a lot of elements in a space, you're going to want to make sure that you can see all of them clearly. So if I'm going to like layer three different patterns on top of one another, then the scale of each of those patterns needs to be different. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to have to, you don't want to layer like three patterns that have like teeny tiny, like the, the pat the scale of it is like yeah. teeny tiny. And then you know, you just have them stacked. It's like, you can't really see them as individuals. And don't we all just want to be seen as individuals? Okay. I have one project where we like layered patterns and colors all together. Uh, but the way we did it was we, I, I created visual relief by like using solids in combination with the patterns. So using like a bright color rug, but then it was layered with um, like it was a bright pink, hot pink rug. And then it was layered with like a leopard cowhide. Oh. And then that was balanced with using like this deep, this color is called, it's by Benjamin Moore. It's called Vintage Vogue. It is my fave. Okay. And it's like this deep green. Like it sounds like the name. It's like this like deep, beautiful green. Um, And that was on the walls. So there was, there's like this, both colors are still very highly saturated, but they are different the tone of them are different and that kind of that combo created like balance and it allows both elements to shine yeah. so um when you're combining these elements make sure uh you use like furnishings that offer visual relief like okay. glass top coffee tables you know lounge t- chairs with longer legs so that you can see everything you know right. having like As opposed a trend- to skirted legs right where you can't where kind of blocks the visual flow okay yeah gotcha at least that's how I would do it like yeah. I I just you know I'm sure that someone maybe have a different way of doing it that's how I do we it we don't care and... about them right now <laughs> exactly I care about them balance scale and uh visual relief I, I love it that's yeah that's something we can work with yeah okay a lot of people are afraid of maybe going too far right with their maximalism or which I I'm kind of thinking is where your visual relief comes in but um, but they're also afraid of things not working together. You know, they're afraid things aren't, it's not necessarily that they know it doesn't match, but they're also worried it doesn't quote unquote go together. Mm-hmm. And, and so therefore they opt for a safer look. So what advice do you have for people who want to break free of 
of their fears, where where does your confidence come from? How did you get to this wild place you're at now where you mm. your rooms are so bold? Well, okay. So what, which part of that question do I answer first? Yeah, I know. It's kind of a compound question. All right, let's, let's start, let's start with the, how do you make sure things go together? Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. How do you know the difference? How do you know if things go together? I actually like things that don't go together because it's more interesting. Enjoy the journey and don't be so focused on the end result yet. Be present. Quiet down the thoughts of fear and like, oh, well, I don't know what goes together. Trust yourself and just t- listen to like what you know and what you know is what you like. Start with a wall, paint it, paint it something bold. If you hate it, guess what? You can paint it back. That's you know, right. you can change it, you know, start with your smaller accent pieces, do something interesting and then build from there. You don't have to like do it all at once. And, you know, if you're afraid, then take your time okay. and listen to yourself. That's what I would say. But. I will say, and this kind of answers your next question. I, like I said before, I didn't start this way. I had a lot of struggle within myself and I was super scared too. I had to find, I really had to like stop and find the, the root of that and then heal from it. That's basically what I had to do. And I know I'm getting kind of deep, but it's no, like. No, I like it. Go deep. It's good. Okay. Because other people are struggling with this too. So it's helpful. Yeah. And it, 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 it applies to so many different parts of our lives, centering around confidence. Through that journey, I, I had to figure out what I wanted. And then I had to trust myself that that's what I want. Like, I had to trust and believe that that was coming from me and not what other. And so it's, it's some work that you have to do. Great advice. And I, I love that you're saying that this, this takes some work and time and I think working on ourselves to kind of try to strip away the negative influences that we all encounter throughout growing up and in our Mm -hmm. our professional lives, stripping those away and replacing them with healthy things, healthy thoughts, and also trying not to take things out on others too. Like check yourself. If you, Mm -hmm. if you're a little passive aggressive, you know, Mm -hmm. that's that's toxic to you as much as it is hurtful to the other person. And exactly, you know, so I, and the fact that we're talking about this on a design show is what's <laughs> so makes me so happy because that's why I think design is so personal because right. you, then you're expressing, like you said, your real true higher self when yes. you are designing. Yeah. Yes. As a believer in magic and, you know, a believer in like the universe and, you know, just all of those things. I will tell you my business coach she is a spiritual business coach. So we're not talking about the 12 steps of how to get to a great <laughs> business. We're talking about the fact that everything that you need is within you. And the thing is, is that when you are, when you have a business and you are, you are your business as a designer, uh-huh. you have to be confident and you have to, and the, the, your clients are coming to you because they, they need to trust that you're going to provide this amazing design for them. And so you have to trust yourself so that they trust you. You know, there's a lot of work. You can't be all like, oh, I don't know. You know, you got to like come correct. And that means you have to do work within yourself and you have to understand that you are your source when you pass by the ego and the ego comes from this world telling us all these things about ourselves. When you pass through that and you go to your source, which is where we're all from, where we all came from, that's where you're like I said, unconditional love, like beauty, trust, mm. like, you know, all those kindness, you know, 
all of that stuff. That's what we really are. And that's where our knowledge is. And that's where our confidence is. Oh, so beautifully said. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I feel, I just feel like I had uh, like a therapy session and a spa oh. day and like a tarot reading all at once. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That That is a good day right there. It's a really good day. You gave me a great day in less than 40 minutes. So. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I often wrap up with the question, why does style matter? And we're going to yes. get to that because, okay. um, you know, you I mean, you've kind of answered it through this whole thing because it's woven into you and who you are. But before yeah. we get to that question, I want to ask you one more kind of less deep question, which okay. is, um, what are your go-to must-haves when you're designing a new space? Now, I know that you're not, you don't like rules. I don't like rules yeah. either. And we like to break <laughs> the rules. But but I think that there are some elements that always seem to work in a room or that rooms that are just feeling a little bit off once you add one of those things or take away yeah. one of those things, somehow it magically makes things work. So what are those things for you? Like, what do you feel like you, you always are grabbing for when you're finishing up a room? Using lighting is like something that I find to be important. I think you should always have at least three sources of lighting. Overhead lighting, if you can, like, you know, some type of secondary, like warm secondary lighting, natural light, if you can. And then if you can swing it, have like some sexy fireplace magic, you Love know? It. Yes, yes. Let's see what else. Uh, something unexpected. I Ooh, always, yeah. I'm always trying to put something unexpected, like a crazy oversized piece of art, like a sheep sculpture made of gold. <laughs> I love when I see a sheep sculpture and I've been seeing a lot of sheep sculptures in these designs and it just gives me so much life. Everyone needs a sheep sculpture in their house somewhere. Okay. It's so, it's so oddly specific. Said. I, love it. <laughs> I know. I know. Or like, you know, it's like, or maybe it's just like some weird, like bulbous wood sculpture that's yeah. strangely pleasing. I don't know. If you just like a conversation piece, something where you like, Okay, that's weird, and I like it. Yes, yes, exactly. Or I'm maybe expected. you don't like it, but but that's okay. You too. respect it exactly <laughs> yeah. because you're like, okay, that is there, you know. So I don't know. Um, uh, I have so many sculptures in my house. Like my coffee table is a Black Panther. Like, yes, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's just the best part of the space, you mm. know. It's the conversation. It is. It's great. It's great. Okay, Carmen. Yes. Why does style matter? <laughs> Why does style matter? We're about to get deep again. Uh-huh. Style is how we express ourselves. We are all so unique. No one person is quite like the other. And I feel like, like I said before, sometimes this ass-backwards world makes us forget that. Like, we are often clumped together. We are stereotyped. We are put in boxes. We are categorized. But that isn't who we are. And our own personal style helps us tell our own story. And we get to define who we are and who we represent ourselves as and celebrate ourselves as in the way, and we get to do that in the way that we decide. And we get to do it as long as we want, whenever we want, I'm uh -huh. just gonna say. So uh -huh. style is power and it belongs to everyone individually. Ooh, and I that's why it matters. That. I love yeah. style is power and it belongs to everyone. I love it. That it like we like <laughs> that's why it matters and in a world that tries to tell many of many of us that we don't matter or we should be the same style reminds us that it's magic to be an individual and we were literally born as individuals oh 
Thank you. What a great (laughs) note to end on. And not that I wanted to end. Carmen, I I am so happy to have met you. And you, like I've said earlier, you've made my day. And I can't wait for people to see what you are up to because your, your designs are really powerful. Thank you. And I am, I'm so happy to have been able to be a part of this and to have met you. And I hope we stay in touch. And just for everyone to know, we have a lot of fun, very innovative and badass projects like in the mix. You know, you're not going to see them yet, but they'll be out in about two years. Awesome. (laughs) Full remodel. So yeah, you'll be seeing them and you'll be excited. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for all of the wonderful, sweet, kind reviews that you've been leaving on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and all those other places that you listen to your podcasts. They really do make a difference in helping this podcast get found. So I really appreciate it and it it means a lot. Also, don't forget, download the free Style Finder at littleyellowcouch.com. I look forward to hearing what your unique style is all about. Same time, same place next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.